Hello, welcome to Creative Catch-Up, a podcast where myself, Natasha Newton, artist and illustrator, and me, Mel Chadwick, illustrator and designer, will be chatting about running a creative business. Each episode, we'll be diving into a different topic that has come up in our own creative practice. We'll be sharing our experiences, both the ups and downs, struggles and successes, and hopefully give some advice that you'll also find useful. So join us for episode two as we chat about the art of procrastination, why so many of us do it, and how we can build healthy habits to resist its power. So today we're talking about procrastination. I think most of us struggle with it. I know I definitely struggle with it. So let's just talk a bit about that. What do you think kind of keeps us from doing something? I think that it is the fear of what could go wrong when you do whatever it is you want to do. Um, I think it's just if you don't start a project, um, you never have to deal with the potential failure of it and I think that's a huge thing that stops us all from actually getting on and doing stuff yeah definitely I know for me that a big hurdle is working out everything all the details in advance I think I've got have sometimes so many ideas of what something could look like and I try and imagine all of those bits and then it's just too much and then that immediately kind of then stops me from starting yeah it sort of freezes you doesn't it yeah it's like you become paralyzed that's the word yeah and and also I guess other things that stop us like say if financially things are a bit tight then again trying to take on another project that maybe you know short term you won't see any financial gain from it again that can kind of stop you and not really push into it because you're worried that you you know you can't support yourself with what you've got yeah I feel like this a lot of the time there's something I want to do at the moment in fact that I'm not getting on with because I know it's not going to be a money maker initially and I'm very concerned with you know oh I need to do this I need to prioritize the paying work rather than yeah so yes that's kind of been put on hold and and sometimes things can be put on hold for years yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well they can in my case (laughs) yeah I know that you have you know a YouTube channel um and I have one as well do you remember how you started that or did it take you a while to get that off the ground yeah it took me it took me absolutely ages probably I think the best part of a couple of years I was thinking, in fact, I was thinking about it for longer than that. You know, when I first came up with the idea, I mean, we're going back maybe five years or so. And I just thought, oh, I can't do that. You know, I know nothing about editing. Um, I'm not confident in front of a camera. But I loved watching YouTube videos and I so wanted to do that myself. So I had to push through um, that feeling of I can't do this. And like you said, it seemed overwhelming. There were so many... It's like, what do I film on? You know, what do I edit in? What software do I use? You know, <laughs> all of the like little problems you have to solve before you can actually do something. Yeah. And that that kind of paralyzed me for a long time. And um, eventually I just thought um, I'm going to give it a go. And I just posted a really simple first video really just to see if I could do it. You know, it was like a little experiment, really. And um, and I really enjoyed it. I love editing videos. 
and it's it's a very creative thing to do isn't yeah. it yeah it's funny isn't it that sometimes when you say starting a vlog or um, some video work anyway you don't realize actually how much you learn as well as you're doing it and mm. as you go along I remember the first couple of times just totally overwhelmed by it and you know what do all of these dials mean what what's going on with this you can feel completely stuck but I found that if I just kept trying a bit more each 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 time I would do it I would suddenly unlock a new (laughs) like a new thing yeah what kind of things really helped you in terms of pushing through well I mentioned it on Instagram that I was thinking of of starting a channel and People were so overwhelmingly positive and supportive about it. And they were like, I'd definitely watch if you had a channel. So I thought, okay, there's kind of like a little audience there. So, you know, they they want me to do it. Um, They'd be interested in seeing more of the behind the scenes of what it's like to be an artist. And also the technical side of things. I actually watched a lot of tutorials on YouTube on how to edit videos, funnily enough. So that was really helpful. So you just kind of, um, you know, search and Google and yeah, just gradually... I gained a little bit more knowledge that way. Yeah. You kind of just have to go for it, don't you? You push yourself and go for it and make a start. And then suddenly you pick up a bit of momentum. Exactly. I think it's that initial jump, you know, that that starting that is the difficult part. Once you're, like you say, once you've started, it rolls, you know, you just... You get into it and things become a little bit easier and you gradually solve any problems as you go along. But, um, yeah, it's that thing of actually starting. Yeah. It's that. I think um, Dominic, he would really like to start his own channel and he's at the stage that perhaps we were a couple of years or so ago where it's getting that first video edited and done and actually, you know, taking that leap. And I keep trying to encourage him because I think he would he would have a brilliant channel. Yeah. I mean, we've talked more about our vlogs and our, our YouTube channels more than our artwork or our illustration mm. work. I mean, are there projects that are in a similar way? You know, when you maybe think of having to create a new piece of work, do you find that a bit of procrastination may come into that process? It's it's much less now than it was. Yeah. Because I think I'm so many years into Um, my art career so I feel much more comfortable with the process in a lot of ways but if it's a large project if there's something new I always seem to be a little bit resistant at the beginning yeah because it and it's that fear factor again you know so and it's it's like trying to kind of figure out how am I going to do this and and also how are you if it's something that's quite time consuming how are you going to fit it in with all of your other work yeah so yeah and it's like I have a list of ideas I have them all written down all these different (laughs) things I want to do and I sometimes get around to the odd one or two but you know I think I don't know I think procrastination maybe it's something you're always going to have to deal with if you're a creative I wonder whether it ever goes away. I do wonder that as well. I mean, I've listened to lots of people talk about their careers and then always there seems to be a point where they would talk about, oh, I really had to push through this bit or, you know, Mm. it it took a leap for me to 
you know, start that or pivot into something else. And it does seem to be that when you're having to put new work or just put work out into the world, there's going to be, you're going to meet some resistance. I definitely think that is the case. With me, I found that when I set kind of like a brief for myself or constraints on you know, a new project, that's really helped. So I'm thinking at the moment I'm doing my postcard project, which is a postcard every day for 2020. And to begin with, I thought, why am I setting myself this, what seems to be impossible task of doing a postcard every day? But what I've done is I've broken it into more manageable chunks. So I only set myself 15 minutes to do the postcard in. I then also have the constraint of just using black brush pen with a wash. So I'm eliminating all of the decisions I would have to make about colours and that kind of thing. Yeah, this is a great idea, actually. I love I love your way of thinking um, because it does seem a daunting project. You know, you've, you've got to make a piece of work every day yeah. of the year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, you look at it like that and you just think, well, I can't do that. Yeah. But then because you've taken away, you know, some of the decision making, it's it's made it very doable for you. Yeah. And you've kept up with it, haven't you? I know. You? So I, I don't know it's what, been brilliant. I don't know what's happened. <laughs> Normally I'm really bad at like, you know, art challenges, you know, the ones that you see on Instagram with yeah. 30 day art challenges. They're Sometimes I've tried those and then I've just halfway through, I've just been, oh, I can't bother now. This is- oh, totally. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I was so pleased that I managed to finish Folktale Week back in the autumn. But because it was just a week, it was, um, it was you know, fairly easy. But to do that for a month, I would have found it, um, you know, because obviously I was creating work that was taking me several hours each day. Yeah. And I think that's unsustainable. Whereas, you know, what you're doing with your project, 15 minutes a day, you can find 15 minutes to to create a piece. And and it's getting you out there as well. It's getting you out and about and visiting different places. Yeah. So I think it is important, isn't it, to have kind of a structure and to kind of treat yourself seriously, I guess, when when you want to start a project, because I know like in my you know, commercial illustration work. I enjoy having a brief. I I like the challenge of meeting it. So what is the difference when I set myself a project? That structure is very important and that's what you're doing for yourself, isn't it, now? So, yeah, deadlines are a great way of focusing the mind and stopping procrastination because yeah. if you know something has to be done by, you know, Thursday next week, you're going to do it by Thursday next week and you just have to get on with it. Yeah. And I think I think that really helps. I find it really helpful when clients give me a definite date because I will hesitate Sometimes, you know, I will yeah. kind of think, oh, well, I don't really have to think about that yet. You know, I can leave that. Oh, it's a bit difficult. I'll leave it until next week. You know, I have this way of putting things off. So this is great. You know, it's with the podcast, you've kind of said, you know, let's have definite days for doing it. And if we stick to those as much as we can, this is a way to get a project done. Yeah, exactly. If someone says to you, oh, yeah, just get just do it when you have time. Mm. It will never come onto your plate it will just never get done because it will always be oh well that's only when I have time and so often you think I don't have time and things have to be scheduled in I love my like having my calendar just to write in what I want to do and what I want to kind of achieve because if I don't write it on there 
it just never sees the light of day. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So once you've started like a project and you've kind of got over that first hurdle and actually it's been quite good and you've managed to get some stuff done. But do you find that there's like a halfway point where things start to slow down again and Mm. you're kind of like almost hitting another brick wall? I don't know if you've experienced that. I do experience that. I experience it a lot with larger projects. Recently, I worked on that tree painting, you know, the really large tree painting on canvas. And I don't often work that large. And you'll find that there's a point with almost every painting, but certainly if you're working on something huge, where you get to the stage where you, (laughs) you start out loving it and then you get to the stage where you really don't like it. And it's having to push through the stage where you don't like it to get to the point where you do like it again because the image you have in your mind is never what you're seeing on the canvas or the paper it's always slightly different so then you have to (laughs) kind of um, rewire your brain and just think okay this isn't exactly the image I had in my mind but maybe you know it doesn't mean it's any worse for that I come to this stage and then it's very very tempting to go oh this isn't turning out the way I want and I'm just going to give up on this there's definitely that stage in every large project I would say I experience this quite a lot yeah yeah and you get those kind of negative voices or those doubts that start creeping in don't you and Oh, and, yeah. and saying, "Oh, what what are you doing? What why do you think you can do this? You're no, you're not you're mm. not qualified to do this." Yeah, it's that imposter syndrome yeah. thing, isn't it? Yeah, I really have a, a great idea for a book at the moment, Ooh. but I'm like, but how do you construct a book? You know, I'm not an author. You know, can I really do this? It's- yeah, and it's those doubts that come in again that kind of stop you and they want to stop you they want to halt you they want to say you're not good enough you can't do this you need to leave it to someone else but the thing is you are that person who's being given that responsibility to see it through and I I just sometimes Mm. think you have to almost let those voices kind of come but then just kind of ignore them and just let them go past yeah, yeah yeah It reminds me of that saying, done is better than perfect. Because it's like, I find this with, um, well, with pretty much anything creative that I do, you could fiddle with it forever because it's never going to be perfect to you. So you're trying to make it perfect, but it's unattainable. And so at some point you just have to say, okay, this is enough. This This is done. It's better to get it out there into the world than then constantly try to strive for something that really is unattainable. I think that is something I've struggled with, especially when I was younger. Everything had to be a certain way or had to look good. But actually doing this postcard, some days I'm like, oh no, I don't really like that. But the thing is, because I've set myself the challenge and I have to Mm -hmm. post it every day, I'm kind of like getting over those fears of it's not perfect, it's not right, it's not as I would want it you know yeah and because also I I only give myself 15 minutes I can't fiddle with it anymore so after the 15 minutes are up yeah you don't ever fiddle with them no. you just leave like, them you literally leave yeah. them that is such discipline <laughs> I think I'd be so tempted to sneak in there afterwards and like <laughs> add a little bit here and there and 
maybe the first one or two, I was like, ooh, should I be putting you something more in? But then I'm thinking, no, once I've taken the picture and that's posted on like my Instagram and I've put it in my shop, I can't yeah. like do anything. No, you can't alter it. I can't it alter then, it or can add anything else because <laughs> no. the person who is going to buy it, they will expect it to look <laughs> like yeah <laughs> like the picture that yeah. I posted so I, I can't really add anything else so exactly yeah so that stops you. yes it stops <laughs> yeah and I guess that's another thing isn't it with keeping going with a project as well is the accountability of sharing your work and kind of being more visible yeah, being accountable to other people yeah. as yeah in that respect it helps if you're um, working on a project if you have a friend who can kind of keep you in check yeah and say hey are you getting on with that how far have you got with that yes you know that kind of thing really helps I guess you need someone who's willing to give you like the talk you know like so when you're like going oh, I can't do this, oh, this is really hard. You don't want someone to say, okay, just don't do it. No, totally <laughs> not. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you want someone to give you that yeah. pep talk, you know, that talk that says, you can do it, you can do this, come on, you can get over this. Look how far you've come already Yeah, and see what you've accomplished. And you need someone who knows you, don't, don't you? Who knows what you've done before and what you're capable of. Yeah. And they can see the potential that you can achieve just through persevering. Yeah, it's very important to have someone behind you, who, whoever they are, whether it's your partner or a friend or a family member, who can say that and just give you that confidence in yourself. Because I think sometimes um well we all lack confidence and we're all unsure whenever we start anything you know we don't really know how we're going to achieve it and um yeah if you've got somebody there who says look at what you've done already you know I believe in you you can do this then that does make the world of difference yeah, yeah. and that can be what you need to push you on I mean I know you have to have a certain amount of um um, independence where you're thinking that anyway where you you know yeah. you, you're not relying on other people um, maybe independence isn't the right word but I think you know what I mean um, so that has to come from within you as well you have to have that kind of strength where you know even when you're not certain about something you can then push yourself to do it anyway but yeah it totally helps to have somebody else yeah who's like cheering yeah. from the sidelines mm, yeah yeah cheerleader yeah. yeah yeah so I'm just thinking like how can we build like habits into our kind of practice to to kind of keep us on track or just to I don't know just keep us going and you know, chipping away. Well, it's that thing that you told me about um, where it had a certain name. What was the name of it? Oh, yes. Um, the Pomodoro, the Pomodoro technique. It's actually based on that little tomato timer. I don't know if you've seen them. I think they're like ki kitchen timers. They look like tomatoes. Oh, those, yeah. And the, you just set up t 25 minutes each day mm. and it's just a focused time on the project that you want to do you switch off yeah. all your devices and don't take any calls don't look at emails just 25 minutes focus on the project in hand and then once the timer goes then you you can stop and you can have a little break 
And then if you feel you want to go again, you can set yourself another 25 minutes. It soon builds up that kind of habit, you know, each day if you do it each day. Yeah, it comes back to that thing of having like a routine or a structure to your working day where you're sort of holding yourself accountable and you're, you know, making sure that you make that time and, um, and you can build that into your day every day. And I think this is a great idea. And I think this is something I definitely need to do more. Yeah. Yeah. I love the idea of just switching everything off and just being because there are so many distractions as well nowadays. aren't Exactly. There? Yeah. It, and I, yeah, I find it frustrating at times. I get annoyed of myself because I will look at a screen for 25 minutes. The time goes so quickly. And so you have to always like be intentional sometimes with your time, don't you? And you do. It's like, for example, if you, you think, oh, I'll just post this on Instagram. I'll just go on there for 10 minutes, post the photo, do a quick yeah. you know, little bit of text to go with it. Um, maybe answer a couple of comments and you so easily get sucked into that. And, you know, an hour later, you're still on there and then you're looking at everyone else's stuff. And then, yes. you know, you're, you've gone down that rabbit hole and you've just, you know. Yeah. And you've started to compare yourself, haven't you, with what what mm. they've done and oh that's yes that's a killer yeah <laughs> yeah I often find that happens on social media yeah yes because there's so many people doing so many great things and and then you just think oh my goodness you know I've been doing this for a lot longer than they have and I'm nowhere near at that level and and that's interesting you say that because again Instagram only really shows you what that person wants you to see so you don't know how long they've really been doing it they might say oh this is what I did in I don't know yeah 10 minutes or what <laughs> but you don't yeah you don't really know what that journey was like or you don't see the hours that they may have spent you know years go kind of going through stuff and working stuff out exactly and I have to remind myself of that um, because you're only seeing a small part yeah. of the entire story, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, I think we've kind of like covered a lot of things to do with procrastination. Um, yeah, I, that was good. I, I mean, I've really enjoyed just <laughs> chatting about it and and thinking about ways in which I can kind of limit it. It is basically just chipping away a little each day um, and soon you'll like have a whole project, won't you? Yeah, and you just have to take that initial leap as well, because that's always the most difficult bit. And once you're past that, you can achieve what you want to with a bit of encouragement. <laughs> Next time, Natasha, what shall we be talking about? I think we're going to be talking about something that we touched on in this episode, and that is comparison. And I think that's a topic that um, so many people, um, it's something so many people deal with. And it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts on that as well. Because I think I have quite a bit to say about comparison because it's something I deal with a lot. Thanks for listening to another episode with myself and Natasha. Um, We would love to hear your thoughts or if you have any ideas on how to push through procrastination, please find us on Instagram 
or on our YouTube channel and leave a comment so that we can continue the discussion there. But thanks again, guys, for listening in and we hope to speak to you again next episode.